welcome to Soulmates Podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Rachel. Yay! Woo! 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 We definitely didn't record this right after the other episode. They already know that by now. Y'all know we record two episodes at once, right? Yeah. Right? Right. Okay. Okay, great. So, uh, today we're going to talk about K-pop. I mean, wow. Talking about K-pop on our K-pop podcast. Whoa! <laughs> I know it's a bit of a departure, yes. but we're going to be talking about it. And we're going to focus on... K-pop groups that are actually co-ed. And the K-pop group co-ed. <laughs> and the K- there's one called Co-ed yeah. School, so we're going to talk about them too. But recently, there's a new group called CARD, K-A-R-D, and they are blowing the fuck up. And I thought it was interesting because it's two guys and two girls. And um, you don't really see that that often. No, you really don't. I had to look up K-pop groups that were co-ed, and I could only identify five out of what was listed there, because they haven't been recent. Yeah, most of the co-ed groups we found, um, we listened to, like, 2010? Yeah, like, wow, that's like six years ago, so... Like, four to six years ago is when we remember most of these co-ed groups. Because mainly, the K-pop music industry pumps out all girl groups, all guy groups. There's usually no intermixing. And there's actually a lot of drama and stuff trying to keep them separate. There's this weird element of, like, you can't have a girlfriend, you can't have a boyfriend, you can't have anything, because your fans are supposed to project their romantic intentions on you, and you have to be pure, and unattached and put on a pedestal, which is what makes co-ed groups interesting and also what makes duos interesting, like Troublemaker. Yeah. That is interesting. (laughs) Yes, and very interesting. So we're going to talk about a couple of groups that we have heard of before and that we actually liked. There was a couple of groups that we just didn't really know any of their music, so we're just not going to cover that. We're going to cover the stuff that we actually know. Shocker. And the stuff that we actually have liked in the past. Right. So it's easier for us to talk about that kind of thing. If you have a favorite co-ed group that we don't talk about, let us know uh, what song you really like and we'll listen to it and see if we like it. (laughs) Right. Uh, Send us an email at soulmatespodcast at gmail.com or um, put a comment on the link that I'm going to post on Facebook to this episode. We don't know everything. Disclaimer, we don't know every single K-pop group, and we have not listened to every single K-pop song. So if there's stuff, information you want to tell us, please do that, because we would always like to learn Definitely. new awesome things. So we're going to start this off by talking about co-ed. <laughs> co-ed school. Yes. It is a co-ed pop group formed by Core Contents Media, and they debuted in 2010. I'm not going to list off the names, but there are a lot of people. There is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten people. Ten people in this group. So the concept of the group is that it was mixed gender, six males, four females. And when we were watching music videos, it seemed like there was a boy group and a girl group, group, and they just happened to be in the same music video. They weren't really intermixed that often. They weren't really interacting with each other. It was more like all the boys were interacting with themselves and all the girls were interacting with themselves. I thought it was interesting that it was an uneven number. Usually co-ed stuff will try to be equal, so you'll have the even number of dancers. Or so separate that it's like one guy. Yeah. Um, So this was an interesting mix. Eventually, though, this group went bye-bye and there were two subunits, an all-female group, five dolls, which Rachel had actually heard of, and she's like, God, this girl looks so familiar. I'm like, it's because they're at five dolls. 
I th- yeah, I totally didn't know that. And five dolls I've heard of, but the male subgroup Speed, Speed I had never heard of before. Yeah. <laughs> I just think of Law and Order, like executive producer Speedweed. <laughs> Right. So um, they formed Speed. 2013, they said they had no plans to reform the groups and their subunits have grown and changed the lineups and they're like independent now. So no more co-ed school, sadly. Yeah. Their second single, Pretty Boom, Betty Broom? I can never say. Pretty Boom, Betty Boom. (laughs) Guys, it's, it's very, it's, it's interesting. It's BB. I-R-B-B-O-M-B-B-E-R-I-B-B-O-M. So take that as you will. This is their best song. Like, this was their most popular song. It really was. It was an earworm when we first listened to it. I mean, when we heard this in 2010, we were like, fuck yeah! (laughs) Um, The music video for this song was recorded in October of 2010, and it actually features Tiara member Ham Eun Jong. So, um... That was cool. They had, like, a little more girls to make it a little more even. The music video, it's like, they're in a mental institution, but it was like a sleepover. Yeah. It was a little weird. It's strange. It definitely has that vibe of when, um, FX, what's it FX? The Lollipop song. That's that, what that it was reminded 21. me of. That was 21. Sorry, that was, yeah, you're right. 21 and Big Bang, when they collaborated and they did the Lollipop, it had this, the Lollipop song. It had the same same era, uh-huh. same vibe of extremely bright colors, really weird out there costuming and sets. Yeah. It definitely screamed 2010 era. <laughs> I mean, but this song is a damn earworm. It is. We were watching this and we were like, it really does seem like it just happens to have two groups just yeah. in the same video for no reason. Yeah. And I think that's what ultimately destroyed them and, and why their subunits grew but not the actual group right so co-ed gone but not forgotten that yeah. uh, that song is still on my ipod so <laughs> the second group we're going to talk about briefly is sunny hill sunny hill is very interesting it's currently one of the only groups still together still making music still releasing music however it is no longer co-ed Wow, wow. No, it was formed in 2007 by 4 Everyone Media, and the group has Misung, Juvi, Sung Ah, Kota, and formerly Kim Jang Hyun, who is the only male member. So, um, what happened was Sunny Hill was originally the, the girls and, um, Kim Jong Hyun, but Kim Jong Hyun had to do his two years of military service, um, so he basically left. And then never came back. Right, so Sunny Hill is still releasing music under Sunny Hill, but there's just no boy. It's like four girls and one guy. I thought that was just so odd. And when I remember um, seeing that the song, The Grasshopper Song, which is a really interesting music video, it's the last one that he's in, and thinking, wow, this guy, they're really featuring a lot of this guy. And then like he starts yeah. singing, I'm like, huh. Huh, yeah. And then, then I looked up the promotional stuff for this, group and he's in the promotional shots and i'm like is this boy a member of this band what the fuck is going on here and he was yeah he was just happened to be in the band you never see that do you like i wonder what their what their intention was to have one boy in that group i guess a rapper but 
I he didn't know. rap. He didn't and, rap. Yeah. I mean, he has a he has a good singing voice, but it's not like extremely deep or mm-hmm. anything. I would say maybe that the girls that are in that group, they're altos, not sopranos. Uh-huh. So maybe that's what they were trying to go for is mix this boy with not you know a very deep singing voice with these girls with deeper singing voices and have that kind of harmony. They didn't utilize that though. No. And it really just seemed like you know every other girl group doing a romantic song and there's one boy romantic interest even though there's like 16 girls looking at you girls generation right so sunny hill's been pretty prolific they've released 16 singles and this year they're going to release a single called crossroads i don't know when that's going to be released though they have four eps three single albums and one studio album called sunny blues i wish that the guy stayed on for longer but i'm glad that this group is still going Especially one that was formed in 2007. Yeah. Considering it's 10 years old now. Right. Watch the Grasshopper song. That's a good music video. It is a good music video. They they did put a lot of thought into the concept of that music video and also the set and what they did with everyone. So it's it's a treat, actually. I forgot how weird it was. Yeah. And then we watched it back and I was like, wow, this is actually really well thought out. Right. So, like, the boy, he it's like ants and they're making sugar and for the grasshoppers and yeah. they're like in a the dum-dum factory for red velvet you know they're stamping stuff yeah and, and then he like busts out into like this asian market that's supposed to be nature and and stuff and it's very green <laughs> yeah it's cool yeah check it out the quality is not very good unfortunately because it was released before 1080p but definitely check it so now we're going to move on to our duo, Troublemaker. <laughs> so Troublemaker is our favorite, is composed of Hyuna and Hyunsung. They were formed by Cube Entertainment in 2011. So they have two main songs, Troublemaker and There Is No Tomorrow. I really like this duo because it's it's unexpected because usually they, the reason why they have separate girl and boy groups, like Emily was saying before, is so that their fans can project their romantic interest on them. But Hyuna and Hyunsung are two extremely attractive people that are in a relationship. Yeah, it, they're supposed to be Bonnie and Clyde. I guess you're supposed to want to be them instead of be on them. Yeah, I guess. I, I guess that's what they were going for, that... You want to be that couple. Or, you know, you want to be Hyuna or something like that. Yeah, I mean, obviously it wasn't, like, so, so popular that they kept making stuff, but it wasn't a complete flop, which no. I was surprised about. I mean, technically, Troublemaker is still together, but both of both of the members obviously have other projects going on. Like, this Troublemaker is a side project. Oh, definitely. So they only release stuff every couple years. Their first single, Troublemaker, is really funky. Yeah. Like, and I thought it was kind of weird how funky it was. But when they started promoting it, doing live performances of it, they were really, really heavily criticized by the Korean media for sexually suggestive choreography. And I just have to say, like, so what? I mean, it seems like the two of them are, like, into each other. I mean, it seems like they are a couple. Like, they present as a couple. Right. In their music videos, they're making out. They're caressing each other. They're like, it's us against the world. We're Bonnie and Clyde. We're gonna do it. So their choreography is pretty suggestive. As a response, Cube Entertainment altered it. 
and made it less sexy. Wait, okay, and then the next single they released two years later was even more suggestive. Blew oh my the God. suggestiveness out of the fucking water. Like, oh. <laughs> in, the, in the first music video, they don't even kiss. In the second music video, they're, like, humping each other. I know. <laughs> they're, like, in a car in lingerie making out and humping each other. <laughs> like, like the, the difference between <laughs> Troublemaker and There Is No Tomorrow, like, There Is No Tomorrow is ten times more sexual than Troublemaker ever was. They are children in Troublemaker. I know. In There Is No Tomorrow, they are fucking each other, basically. They are horny teenagers and they are ready. Yeah. Pretty much. There was a photo shoot before the music video came out to promote this. It was very racy. Like, Hyuna was in, like, lingerie. There was this ugly blanket that they're both wrapped up in and people are like, are they naked? (laughs) How dare they be naked? They're not naked, but, (laughs) I mean, they might have been, like, it looks like they could have been naked, but they weren't naked. How scandalous. I know. This, uh, this single came off of an EP they released called Chemistry. Hmm. Hmm. The music video drew inspiration from serial criminals, Bonnie and Clyde, no shit. And it caught a 19 plus rating for its heavy references to sex, alcohol, and cigarettes. Cigarettes. Okay. I'm just saying, and I'm not, you know, like, trying to bash South Korea for giving them this rating, but, like, in the US, this would be, like, PG-13. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It I would mean, not, it's not even R. Not even close. It's PG-13. No. If there was violence, it'd be R. But no. She was wearing clothing. She wasn't naked. No one was naked. She wasn't wearing anything less than what you would wear to the beach. I also feel like the media has it out for Hyuna. They really do. Like, it's just... <sighs> such an eye roll. But I mean, okay, to be fair, most girls that are in the K-pop industry do not promote the sexuality that Hyuna does. That doesn't make it wrong, though. No. They just like to target her as, we're being mean to her, this is why none of you girls should ever be like Hyuna. Like, it's 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 a lot. I feel like if she wasn't like that, then it, she would just blend into the background. Like, she excels exactly. at what she does. I, I just... <sighs> the hate that comes for her is just too much. We did a whole episode on this, guys, actually. Entitled Too Much Hate for Hyuna. Check back in our archives. We go off on this. We love Hyuna, and it's it's too much. She faces way too much criticism, way more than anyone else. Yeah, and that's just because, you know, that is her persona Mm -hmm. as a performer. If she was anywhere else in the world, she would not be facing this kind of shit. No. And, like, that song, There Is No Tomorrow, when they were doing live performances of it, it got the highest score ever recorded on Inkigayo, like, 11,000 points. People, I mean, people like it. People love her. She has the talent, obviously. Like, you can put a number to it. Yeah. And she still gets shit. And I feel like she got way more shit than, um, Jang ever did. Yeah. And they're, they're together. I know. They're doing the same shit, but just because she's a girl, okay, I'm not going to get off on this, but just because <laughs> she's a girl, she gets all the shit. It's stupid. It is stupid. But um, you guys should definitely check out Troublemaker. Like, there isn't a lot there, but what is there is good. Yep. And, I mean, how rare is it that there's, like, a duo? It's extremely rare. I've I've not heard of another duo. Again, if you know, let us know. I would like to hear more good music with a girl and a boy in it together right but we just don't know about it right so now we're gonna move on to card k-a-r-d 
which is the most recent group. They debuted last year, and it has four members. J-Seph. I'm, I'm guessing it's Joseph. It's J.Seph. <laughs> B.M., Somin, and Jiwoo. And it's two dudes, two chicks, and they're talented. Can I just say that I didn't know about this group till Emily told me about them and we watched the music videos? I am obsessed <laughs> a little bit. Like, the sound, the dancing, the everything. It's good. I hope these bitches are on Spotify so I can put them on a playlist because it was good. They're managed by DSP Media, which is not really one of the major companies. And I think... Um, DSP was, like, willing to take that risk yeah. of having a co-ed group, and hey, they succeeded. They've been blowing, like, on the K-pop Reddit, people love them. That's how I found out about them. They're, like, blowing up Reddit. This whole group, they have, like, a concept, and the concept is cards, you know, like a deck of cards. Get it? Because it's card. So the group's name, um, each letter represents a card attributed to a specific member. So Jaseph, he's 24. He is from <laughs> Chinguyu. Hold on. Chung- Hold on. He is from Chungju? Chungju. Chungchongbukdo. Bukdo? Yeah. Chungchongbukdo, South Korea. And he represents letter A and the ace card, BM. Um, he's from, he's actually American. His birth name is Matthew Kim. And he is 24 as well. And he's from LA. And he represents the letter K and the king card. Joan Soman was born August 22nd, 1996. So she is 20. Um, she was born in Seoul, South Korea. Um, and prior to joining the group, Soman, that's her name in the group Soman, was in Peretti and an April member, um, which are both J-pop groups. DSP Media has their fingers in the Japanese market and Korean market. She also took part on the Kara project, where she finished in second place, so she didn't, um, she get didn't, on Kara. Yeah. And she represents the letter R and the Black Joker. <laughs> and then, um, oh, they're both Jun. Okay. Yeah. So Jun Ji Woo, um, or just Ji Woo, um, she was, Born in 1996, she's also 20, in Seoul, South Korea, and she represents the letter R, again, and the color Joker. Um, She is a former FNC entertainment trainee. I think it's cool that the two boys are both 24 and the two girls are both 20. It's interesting that the boys represent different letters and the girls represent the same letter. The girls kind of look a little bit alike. A little bit. They have the same hair, sort of. Kind of. I don't know. I, I think that's interesting. And I like that they're the two boys and two girls are the same age. I think that's cool, too. Right. I like looking at dudes and being like, damn, he's cute. And then, oh, great. He's the same age as me. I don't feel creepy. Right. <laughs> yeah. I know trainees start as early as 13 or even 12. So, And people debut at, like, 15, 16, 16. And it's like, thank God there's some fucking adults here. Yes. I think that's also more of a risk. It's like they're older. I feel like they have this older, cool vibe, and the four of them really mesh well together. It's so cool. (laughs) They're a squad. I love them, honestly. (laughs) Right. So they have two singles out right now. The first one was Onana, and the second one is Don't Recall. This group does something really interesting. They have what's called, like, 
hidden versions. They're called hidden cards. So on their first single, Onana, they had like guest vocals from uh, another girl. Yeah. And she was the hidden card. And then for Don't Recall, they had a whole nother music video that was completely in English. And that was their hidden card for that. I thought that was so awesome. They sounded so good. Oh my god. Like, hearing a song completely in Korean with, you know, some English words in it, then hearing the same song completely and utterly in English, not sung by different people, sung by the same people, that was really cool. (laughs) It was cool. That is so rare. I know 21 did that early in their career and I loved it, and I just wish more artists would be willing to try to do that. And it wasn't... It was not awkward at all. No, they sounded great. Considering only one of them is fluently English, that sounded amazing. Yeah, it was like, wow. I, I, I was shook when they started including English subtitles in music videos, but this takes it to a whole nother level. I know. To sing the entire song in English. And I know that's extremely hard, so I just props Props to Card. Let's talk about their style. Um, in the two music videos, one of them, they were, like, dressed in black. The other one, they were all dressed in white, mm-hmm. pretty much. And the outfits are a little similar. Like, you can tell they're going for, like, it looks like athleisure, but also, like, street style. Yeah, they definitely have the same silhouettes in each video. So I feel like they're pulling a perfume. Like, yeah. perfume, they wear different outfits, but the one girl always wears shorts with her outfit, outfits. The other girl always wears a short skirt, and then the other girl wears the long, flowy skirt. And I think they're kind of trying to do the same thing. And that's honestly great for branding. I know great for branding um so you saw in both videos that and i know i don't know who's who but there's a girl one of the girls only wears fishnets on the bottom half and she wears like a short dress or a long shirt and then the other girl wears knee socks and a long shirt and then one of the boys is always wearing shorter kind of tighter pants and the other boy is wearing more of a hip-hop relaxed style Mm -hmm. it's honestly really smart (laughs) Lyrically, the two girls do most of the singing, yeah. and the two guys rap. I wish th- there was a little bit of male-female harmony. I wish there was a lot more of that. Male, deeper voice, just deeper voices and higher voices, harmonies just sound good. Yeah. And that's not something you can really get from an all-boy group, an all-girl group. So I wish that they would use, you know, their uniqueness to make something that sounds more, you know, different than what you can hear. Right, and I think that would take it to the next level, too. Um, Like, the boy does some, one of the boys does some singing, um, and then the other boy seems to be, like, the main rapper of the group. Um, But if they could all come together. Right, I hope, I mean, this group is so new. I really hope that um, if they ever release a ballad, I hope that they all get equal parts singing. Or they could just never release a ballad. That'd be cool, too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I really liked that, for both videos, most of the choreography for male and female members was exactly the same. Yeah, that was really awesome because the boys were doing body rolls and the girls were doing more square, boxy, more hip-hop movements. Um, and there was some ass shaking, okay? But yeah, the boys were doing it too. They just weren't facing the camera. <laughs> yeah, the girls were like, their ass was facing the camera while they were shaking and then the guys were like, their crotches were facing the camera while they were shaking. I'm like, really? <laughs> 
<laughs> they couldn't all have just turned around and shaked it? Guess not. I guess not. Yeah. Sexism. Whoever choreographed them really did a, a good job because Emily pointed this out when we were watching the music video, that it really seems like they're dancing with each other. It's not, you know... Now I'm in front and I'm dancing and then I have all my, the group members behind me doing a different thing. Like, it was a really awesome ebb and flow type how they were moving around. And if you, if you enjoy choreography like me, cause I'm a fucking nerd, um, watch the choreography only video. It's really cool. A lot of the times I feel like even in Troublemaker, it's like they're not dancing together. They're like dancing with backup dancers or they're just like, holding each other. No, it seems like these guys are so hashtag squad and they're just there having a good time and like dancing together. There are points where they'll couple off. It'll be guy, girl, guy, girl, and they're like dancing, but they always leave room for Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> There's always a, a person distance between them. It doesn't come off sexual, really. No, it doesn't. It, it comes, comes off, off more like, we're having a good time. I'm shaking my butt, but we're still friends. Yeah. It comes off very playful. There's, like, one move in, um, don't recall, the girls kind of squat down and shake their butts and the guys kind of point at it a little bit, but they're not touching them. They're like, look at my friend! Break it down! <laughs> um, and that that's literally lasts for one second. And yeah. Then, and then they transition into a new move. So, yeah, it definitely feels like they're dancing together as a group. Like, they're very invested as, like, a single unit. Yeah, it, it doesn't feel like couples dancing together and it also doesn't feel like two two guys and two girls it feels like everyone is all in it together in it to win it in it to win it and they are winning it i know truly like it was really good and it, it has kind of a reggaeton vibe my only criticism is that the two songs sounded a little similar so i hope that they mix it up more I really enjoyed both of their songs i cannot wait for a new song yes, like i am ready <laughs> Like, I, I have bought it. <laughs> I took off the receipt, bitch. I bought it. <laughs> like, I want more. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to what they have to put out to the rest of the world. Um, I'm definitely going to be anxiously waiting on YouTube for it. So yep. we definitely recommend it. Definitely. Um, honorable mentions for co-ed groups. Unique Unit, which had one girl. <laughs> um, and they released one song. Max Step. Max Step, which is a lot. It is a lot. It's kind of a meme for us. But um, <laughs> it was like a dance group, and it failed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, honorable mention to that. Honorable mention to MFBTY, which stands for My Fans Are Better Than Yours. And that's a group with one girl and two guys, and uh, there's a married couple in it. The lead singer, um, Busy, she is half black, half Korean. She is a boss-ass bitch, <laughs> but they don't really release a lot of pop stuff, um, and they haven't really released anything recently. Yeah, but uh, check out Sweet Dream by MFBTY. It's really good. We also didn't talk about any, you know, collaborations, like, between 2NE1 and Big Bang, because that doesn't really count. Those are two groups collaborating, um, not a separate group altogether. Right. So, yeah, if you guys have any more info, let us know. We love learning new shit. We hope that you guys have learned some stuff and that you're going to go check out these groups. Hopefully, you know, you'll like them like we did. <laughs> yeah, you you guys will definitely like Card. You should at least listen to one song. If you listen to any song, I personally recommend Don't Recall over Onana. I think you'll enjoy it. 
Give it a try. Let us know what you think. Yeah, let us know what you think. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash soulmatespodcast. You can find us on Tumblr, soulmatespodcast at tumblr.com. Send us an email, soulmatespodcast at gmail.com. And you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Podbean. Pocket Cast, any, any podcasting app. We have the iTunes RSS feed, which feeds into every single app you have that relates to podcasts. Bye! Bye!